Welcome back to Compounding Happiness, a podcast that takes a genuine and sometimes difficult approach to exploring new ways of thinking, feeling, and acting. Everyone wants to experience more happiness in their life. Let's discover the answers through discussion and curiosity. I am recording this from my brand new podcast studio. How, how cool is that, right? I actually have my own official studio now to record these, so they hopefully sound a little bit better. Um, I guess I guess I should clarify by studio, I mean in my closet. <laughs> I just moved from Denver back up to Coeur d'Alene and got a new apartment, got a new place, and I am sitting in my closet right now with the AC off, all of the fans off, because I have a roommate now, and I'm not sure when she's coming home. And I didn't want the podcast to be interrupted. So my new podcast studio is my walk-in closet where it's probably about 90 degrees, but I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm excited to be doing this again. It's always great to have guests and it's equally as fun to sit and record my own episode and just put some of my own thoughts to paper, so to speak. So for me, I want to start off by saying, or by asking rather, when was the last time you thought about your thoughts. And what I mean by that is when did you last analyze and assess why you think? Why do you think the way that you do? Is there a purpose behind it? What is What does your thinking say about you? And the reason I bring this up is the last two weeks have been a time of immense change for me. I up and moved, and I guess that's it. <laughs> um, but all of the changes that come with moving, new environment, new routine, new people in my life now, new structure, new everything, new gym, new food, new grocery stores. Every single aspect of my life has changed because I've moved. And because of that, it's forced me to kind of run through a lot of the things that are just old patterns or old habits that I haven't really taken a close look at in a while. Habits that once served me that I'm realizing, you know what, that isn't my highest anymore. That isn't, that's not serving me the way that it once did. And what's interesting about that is a lot of those habits that I'm looking at, at one point really served me. It's not that they were negative, negative addictions of, I'm smoking six packs of cigarettes a day. Maybe I should analyze and assess, see if that's something worth cutting out. No, I'm, I'm talking about, maybe I shouldn't train in the gym for so long. Maybe I should get a little bit more sleep. Maybe I should change up my diet a little bit. Maybe I should, whatever it might be. And those three areas that I just mentioned, the gym, my sleeping, and my diet, are three areas that I'm really proud of myself for, that I've cultivated in a specific way to adequately reflect the lifestyle that I'm living and that I want to continue living in the future. And then I started going, whoa, okay, what other things have I just been going through the motions? What other things should I take a closer look at? And what I found was honestly kind of scary because I realized that for myself, I'm not going to say for you, but for myself and I think people in general, we do a great job of updating our hardware, but never updating our software. And what I mean by that is we get great at, you know, buying nicer things, newer, faster cars, bigger and better apartments, great new clothes, better food, better gym, whatever it might be, get the software that we're operating with is probably pretty similar to what 
you had when you were a little kid. Because that's when a lot of these patterns, these habits, these beliefs, that's when they're formed. So here I am now at almost 25, and I have the hardware of a 25-year-old. That's... (laughs) What a weird phrase. What a weird phrase that was. I'm glad that you can't see my face right now because I am for sure blushing. Uh, it takes a lot for me to get embarrassed or blush, but that that was definitely one of them. That was that was one of the more interesting things I've said <laughs> on this podcast before. So anyways, let me rephrase that. I'm 25 and I have the external material things that a 25-year-old should have. I have a nice apartment. I have a nice car. I have money in my savings account. I have those material things. But the software that I'm using to run those is that of when I was like five or six. Those feelings of inadequacy, of unworthiness, of I'm not good enough are there. But so are the other good ones too, of the need to compete, the joy of setting goals, the desire to make people laugh. Like, It's not just those negative thought patterns and negative beliefs, but it's the ones that have been positive too. And it's pretty easy to identify when something isn't serving you, when it's rather not serving you, it's negatively impacting you, it's negatively affecting you. Those are a little easier to identify. But when was the last time you sat and thought, is this serving me at its highest level? Because I realized that a lot of the things I was doing were still serving me, they were still great, they were making me better, but they weren't, but I had plateaued. I had grown as much as I could in certain areas. And so back to this hardware software analogy that I was making, that would be like you get an iPhone 3 or an iPhone 4 and you use that software to try to run your iPhone 12. I think that's what we're on now, maybe like 12XRZ217 or I don't know. I don't know what it is. But how even though that iPhone 12 has all of this power, all of the external things that people look at, it has the bigger screen, it has the better camera, all of these things. If you're using an iPhone 4 software to run that, that operating system, it's going to be trash. And no matter how nice of a new iPhone you get, if you're stuck at that iPhone 4 software, you're never able to perform that system update. You're never able to reboot. You're never able to download that new information. And I... I've really been exploring and getting curious about this concept. And what I say, when I say that, what I mean is I've been really curious for the last 15 minutes when it first came to me, (laughs) but it's, it's one of those areas of my life that I realized I hadn't taken a good solid look at the reason that I do things or why I think the things that I do or why I think the thoughts that I have. And with that, a, a quote, I'm going to borrow this from Ed Milet. He says that the quality of your life is the quality of emotions you experience on a daily basis. He also says that the quality of your emotions are determined by your thoughts. What are you what are you placing your attention on thinking about? So by I think that would be what the transitive property if a equals b b equals c a equals c then by definition, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your thoughts. And sit, sit with that for a second. Run it through your own internal filters to see, to see if that resonates. 
Because for me, it definitely does. And if it doesn't for you, I'm not going to force that thought or opinion down your throat if your brain just doesn't operate like that. But for me, when I really get honest with myself, when I'm doing great, when I'm experiencing the most joy and peace, love, connection, I'm typically not worried about my job or external circumstances or what if this person doesn't like me or whatever it may be. I'm probably focused on all of the ways that life can go right, how thankful I am, I'm in a state of gratitude, I'm meditating, my thoughts are better. So therefore, my emotions are better, which then equates to I'm living a better life. So how do we do that? How do we go from I'm having these negative thoughts or these negative emotions and I want to experience life a little bit more full? A little bit more full? A little fuller? More fully? I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> don't know what the the correct, the correct, wow. Man, it has been a while since I've actually recorded one of these, clearly because I'm tripping over quite literally every, well, no, not quite literally, quite figuratively, every word that I say. So anyways, how do we, how do we th- actively think about what we're thinking about? And I think the first step is just awareness because, and that's what I wanted to do with this podcast is I was initially going, okay, come up with five concrete ways that your audience will be able to use and take away that they'll be able to run their their own internal truths through this filter and they're going to change, they're going to be better. And I realized that was just my ego talking. I have no clue what's going to work for you. All I can share is what's worked for me and it might work for you too. I don't have all of the answers. I don't have the solutions, but I think if you're a curious person like I am, then you're going to do your own exploration. So the purpose of this podcast was to to give that awareness. When was the last time someone asked you, why do you think the way that you think? Or not even that second part. Why do you think? Because that's such a reactionary response. Typically, you don't consciously think about what you're thinking about. You just do. And the scary thing is, is you can get to the end of the day and go, wow, what did I think about? Because we have somewhere between 30 and 50,000 thoughts per day. And I think 3%, 3 to 5% of those are conscious. The rest, we aren't even aware that they're happening. And that can be an amazing gift or it can be terrifying depending on the thoughts that you have. So some of those 20, 30,000 thoughts that you might have that you're not even thinking about could be, my life sucks, there's something fundamentally wrong with me, why am I not doing better, I shouldn't feel this way, this is a waste of time, this person annoyed me, I'm stuck in traffic, I hate my job, I don't want to eat this for dinner, I don't want to go to the... There's so many of these that are just occurring in the background every single day that we aren't even aware of. So I want to challenge you. Why do you think? What's the purpose of it? When was the last time you sat and just got curious about your thinking patterns and what serves you and maybe what you're doing in your life, whether it's the people you're around or the job that you work or the relationship that you're in? Or it could be something even way, 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 way smaller than that of, do these clothes actually portray my personality? Is this the kind of body, the physique that I 
want to showcase who I am as an individual? Does this watch, is this, is this in line with who I am or the image I'm trying to put out into the world? These thought patterns of setting goals, even. That's a big one for me. I've always been a big goal setter. And then I realize I'm actually more happy and more content, more present when I'm not setting these huge, monstrous goals. Yet in the past, setting goals has served me very, 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 very well. So then how do you balance the concept of, okay, you still have these old thought patterns that served you, but they might not be serving you to the extent that they once did. And then how can you take that just one up, put it, just get to the next level, even a little bit more? I had to take a quick breather there. I needed to take a sip of water. As I said, this closet is basically acting as a sauna. I had been looking for a gym with a sauna. I guess I don't need one. I'll just sit in this closet. (laughs) Anyways, getting back to what we were what we were talking about, one of the areas for me that I was just assessing going on my walk before recording this was, what is my mission with this podcast? What am I, what am I trying to do? Because at this point, is it, can I keep doing the same thing that I'm doing? Can I just keep rambling and hoping that people are listening and trusting that it's impacting people's lives? Or do I need to one-up it? Do I need to start getting a little bit more concrete, a little bit more solid with the advice that I give or the steps or the methods? Do I need to not do solo podcasts anymore and instead just have guests on? And I started thinking, yeah, I should probably just have the guests on for people who've actually done pretty cool, pretty cool things, who have good advice, who have things to, to give to my audience, to give to all of you. And then I went again it's not my place to determine what is valuable and what is not. And I, excuse me, I got back to my roots, my core of why did I set out to do this? And why I set out is I, I just wanted to do something different. I've, I had never done anything like this and I like talking. I like giving, sharing some of these weird tangent thoughts that I have. I enjoy that platform. And then being able to use it as an excuse to talk to amazing people in the process. Being able to talk to my own personal heroes by going, hey, I have a podcast. Do you want to come talk for an hour? And that to me is the core of why why I do this. Of why I sit down in my 95 degree closet and put out an episode almost every single week. Because one, it's fun for me. Two, it's something I never imagined myself doing. And three, it's a great reason and resource to meet really interesting people and have better conversations to one-up my own thinking. So even in the process of going, what do I want this podcast to be about? I went, why? Why do you, have, why do you even have a podcast? So you could apply that level of thinking to everything. If you're in a relationship... Why, why is this relationship going so badly? How can I make this relationship better? Well, go, you can go a little deeper. Why are you in a relationship? Ah, I really don't like this job. What can I do to 
either quit this, how can I quit this job, or what's what are the steps of finding new work? What does that look like? Well, why do you like to work? Why do you have the job that you have? What about that gets you out of bed in the morning? And I'm great at only looking at the surface level for a lot of things, of ignoring the bigger picture of the actual motivating factor, that motivational force that you do what you do. So I would challenge you. I'm going to keep this nice, nice and short, nice, sweet, simple to the point. What's one thing in your life that you've been neglecting? What's one area where you're still just going through the motions and not really thinking about why or the motivating factor behind it? Start thinking about that. Start questioning yourself. Every belief that you have, everything that's served you, Start asking yourself, is this still serving me? Am I at my absolute highest by having these habits, these routines, these people, these relationships, this job, this city that I live in, the clothes that you wear, the style of your hair, all of these things. I know it sounds kind of silly and kind of goofy, but when was the last time you went, does my haircut represent the kind of man or woman I want to be? And I know that's such an obscure example, but just start challenging your thinking in every way because I get so stuck and so caught up in my own beliefs that when new information starts coming my way that's better, I'm not as receptive to it because I'm just blindly following my own belief system. I'm a sheep to my own thoughts. I'm the sheep and the shepherd. So instead of being that, whoa, just smacked the mic, instead of being that that sheep to yourself. Start being the shepherd. Start tending to your own inner thoughts, your own inner critic, and get to the core of why you're thinking the way that you are. And I don't have the recipe to tell you the five concrete steps on how to improve that. But what I can say is that the awareness of it is going to open so many doors. But be warned... It's kind of exhausting. (laughs) It's a lot of work to open yourself up to start having these hard conversations with yourself. But it's fun at the same time. It's great to go, okay, I've always thought this. Why? Is this still what I believe? Why or why not? Because one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to deeper your belief have a more solid ground to stand on so that when someone asks, why do you believe this? You're going to be able to come come at them with just an absolute iron response where you're you're not wavering, you are dead set, and this is why I believe what I believe. Or you're going to learn new information and change your belief system and go, oh, there's actually a better way to think. There's a better way to view this. And I just never allowed myself the opportunity to think a different way. So either way, you're setting yourself up for success. Either way, you're winning because you're either standing more true in why you believe what you believe, or you're adapting and thinking better thoughts. There's no way that you lose in that situation. There's no way you lose in that scenario. So all of that to say, just start challenging your own beliefs. It's really easy to look at someone else and go, they're stupid for believing this. They're different, and therefore different is bad. So I'm pff, I'm not even going to associate with them, because they think differently than I do. And the way they think is stupid. 
They shouldn't act this way. Their hair is stupid. That watch is stupid. Whatever it is, start applying that to yourself. But the trick is to apply it with a sense of curiosity rather than self-criticism. Rather than going, Jeremy, you're an idiot for doing this or this, what, whatever it may be. But just with an air of curiosity and excitement at going, I'm either going to grow or I'm going to learn. No matter what. No matter what. Those are the only two outcomes that are going to happen. So challenge your own belief systems. Take a deeper look at why you believe what you believe how it's served you in the past, and then assess if it's still serving you right now. And if it is, great. Go on to the next thing. If it's not, take a minute and go, how can I make this better? Because you doing that hard work of working on yourself, of trying to better your belief systems, of growing, the only thing that's going to do is improve the lives of those around you too. Because people are going to see you going, wow, this person really really came around or they really changed they're they're singing a different tune now if they are maybe i can too so that's it for today's episode i'm gonna end it there it's 444 got those triple digits that's my good sign anyways please like share this do all those things and until next time peace out